You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. If you uh, scratched your head and noticed that your smartphone doesn't have a headphone jack, one of the reasons for that is that the device manufacturers are assuming that you may use Bluetooth headphones mm. as a way of listening to music through your phone. Mm -hmm. But there's some concerns recently about the security of Bluetooth. Yeah, and it's not just restricted to headphones. I mm. mean, Bluetooth is part of the Internet of Things. It's mm. part of your smartphone phones it's part of your smart watches tablets uh, computers it's bluetooth has actually been integrated in a lot of digital technology for years now mm. and i think we're up to about bluetooth version four or thereabouts right so this is something that is very very helpful for example i get in the car turn the bluetooth on automatically and uh, that connects with my stereo and i'm able to play music through there now that many people would do something like that or you might use your headphones and i think you've got the noise cancelling headphones you yeah. probably connect with those yep. very very useful but We've just been uh, advised in the last week that there is a huge vulnerability, which is actually very concerning. Mm. And this is called Blueborn. Basically, it's a scanner or it's a vulnerability that allows infected devices to check devices that are within in range so that could be around about 32 feet or 10 meters and is able to infect other devices that have their bluetooth turned on and right. don't have the security patch right now this is not just restricted to say an android device we're talking many devices apparently eight billion devices around the world and that includes Windows, Linux, Android, and iOS devices prior to iOS 10. Yes, that's all affected. That's pretty much like it catches a lot of people. Now, my understanding is that uh, some of the manufacturers, you know, for example, Google, were made aware of this vulnerability some time ago, mm -hmm. and they have been working on a security patch and update. And that is something that is rolling out. So there is a September Android security update. Apparently, the vulnerability is safe if you have applied that. So I haven't received that yet. There is an app that has been provided to check your device, and we'll have a link to that in the show notes on the website. Mm -hmm. and I downloaded that to my Android device, and I ran the check, and it actually said that my device is vulnerable. Right. Now, what it means is uh, it doesn't need to have a cable connected to transfer a virus. It doesn't require you to click on a link or open an email, what we consider a traditional form of getting this virus so mm. it could be um, you know we've talked about malware in the past and how that's distributed it could be that you've opened a, a bad email and that's taking you to some other page and installed something on your machine or it could be that uh, you'll just happen to be networked into a computer system that is vulnerable and therefore because you've got a hardline connection that virus might travel across this is completely different you just have to have your bluetooth turned on mm. and if you are walking past somebody or if it's within range of this attacker this has got full connection to your phone right. so what it means is it, it can do things very quietly it doesn't require any permissions the attacker can gain access to your device they can take photos they can be, sort of be a man in the middle so if you're doing your online banking via an app they're collecting your password on the collecting way it all they can see what you've got they can sort of act on your behalf do something malicious so they can use your phone as an endpoint there are so many different potential attacks that it could be achieving all while you don't know and there's 
there's a video that's been put up on the Armus.com uh, website. Armus Labs, they're the ones that actually revealed the attack, you know, or the vulnerability that, that can lead to a potential attack. Mm-hmm. And they've got a brief overview video uh, along with a lot of different information on their site. And the video that I watched actually had a split screen. On the one side, you had a user in front of their laptop with their phone on a stand next to the laptop. And on the other screen, you had an attacker that was you know, all in their you know, code and writing. And they were gaining access using this vulnerability to the phone that was beside the laptop. And they were able to take a photo and get that photo off the phone and then take it back to their system. Now, that was just to, to demonstrate you know, how easy and what they could do. And the mm. user had no idea. Now, obviously, it was a demonstration and other you know, things could happen. But even if it was happening and you were watching it happen, there's not much you can actually do to stop it. And I mean, we've talked about our, the vulnerabilities that some car makers have had. I think it was Jeep that had a big recall of 500,000 vehicles were affected by the infotainment systems in those vehicles mm-hmm. were, were internet connected. And that meant that the cars could be messed around with. They yeah. could, you could apply the brakes, you could put them out of gear, you yep. could turn the um, wipers on, all that sort of stuff, interfere with the actual running of the vehicle. Well, the way that your phone, which is often the internet connection of the car, that's usually through Bluetooth. That's right. So again, a, a classic example of, of where a pretty basic thing that everyone's doing, connecting their phone by Bluetooth to their car. Well, I mean, potentially cars are made vulnerable by that. Well, any, any Bluetooth device, mm. any device that is capable of Bluetooth can be infected and it might just be a host machine or a way to transfer this virus or this vulnerability. So if I was infected, well, my phone was infected and then I happen to be within range of your phone, mm-hmm. it might transfer across to you and as soon as you go home and you've got some other bluetooth devices then that can transfer onto those devices and continue to spread and this is where it has that rolling ball kind of picks up you know the snowball continues to you know build and build this is where this kind of spread could happen very quickly very easily so i have i only turn bluetooth on as i need it but mm, I, what so. if i'm driving the car and i stop at a set of lights and there's a hacker an attacker that's sitting next to me. now that, that's very rare for me but the way that this can spread mm. so easily Whether, you, they're, they're in range yep you, you wouldn't even know and there's plenty of people who leave their phone on bluetooth all the time that's even right. though it sucks their battery a little bit they do it because they're getting in and out of the car they want to hook in straight away when they get to the car so they don't bother turning it off in between times now for the the people listening out there they say well hang on i, I always get a notification that I have to approve or I have to agree to Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter in this case because this vulnerability gets around it so whenever you send sort of what's known as a ping to a Bluetooth device it would sort of send back sort of hey I'm here like Mm -hmm. so you would send out a signal and then once it finds it it would send back one saying yes I'm here now if you wanted to connect with that you know you might see those pairing codes that you have to enter Mm -hmm. in well this vulnerability gets right around that doesn't even need any of this so the conventional security is completely bypassed by this it it looks for the MAC address which is sort of a unique identifying code of that device Mm -hmm. it's able to take that information and then just basically get in and do as much or as little damage as it wants you know I'm looking at some of the reports from Armis and they have reached out to major software developers Google, Microsoft, Apple, Samsung, Linux and basically advised you know what they need to do at least identify the issue this was dating back to April of 2017 they've made contact and so there's been 
updates and there are they're progressing on the, the fixes so that they can roll out the updates to devices. And they're saying that things like your printers, your new televisions, your new watch, your home system, so your security, your medical appliances, you tend not to update the software on them yeah. because it's a bit harder to do. Yeah, there might not be an option to do. Yeah, yeah. or there maybe you've got to copy it off onto a USB stick and then install it via a USB stick manually. So there's a bit more involved than just hitting update on your phone. Certainly that at the very minimum is what you need to do is make sure you're running the latest software on either your Android device or your iOS device as a starting point anyway. So as I said, there is an app that you can test. This is an Android app. I'm not sure what other systems have got in terms of checking the security, but we'll post all of these links and some further resources for anyone that's concerned about this. But for the short term, turn it off when it's not required mm-hmm. and hopefully that protects you. We haven't heard of any major attacks yet, but these things happen so quickly that by the end of this show, there could be something that's going on. A week doesn't go by where we're not talking about some security breach or hack or or, uh, something along those lines. It's amazing. Thanks for listening. And head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media. We welcome your feedback and suggestion for future shows.